재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and on streaming platforms everywhere. Jennifer Chang is here once again. She is an intrepid traveler with an informed and interesting take on just about every corner of Korea. And we are set to go out and about with her once again. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Kerr. Good morning. Jennifer, do you have Olympic fever? Uh, I don't know if I have Olympic fever, but I feel like I should get on board. It's, it's time it's to get on board. It is, definitely. w e got to crank it up. And we as a media organization also have to uh, crank up the... Uh, let me um, bring you just quickly a question of the week answer, because we've got a Pyeongchang sort of related thing. Okay. New Year's resolution from... 1300 is to improve my snowboarding skill furthermore and get an instructor's license. So there you go. There's some winter sports enthusiasm for you. you. Pyeongchang. Yeah, Pyeongchang. So actually, the reason, you know, I've been doing this thing um, on winter destinations for a while now. So I was fracking my brain for what am I going to talk about next? And I actually had to write an article about the Olympics and what's happening in the area of Gangwon. Mm-hmm. And what the local government's trying to do with all these festivals to promote the upcoming Olympics. So I thought, why not do that a little bit? Yeah. Why not talk about the, the host city and the sub-host cities? Mm-hmm. So that's how I got started about doing this theme. And today what I'd like to talk about is Pyeongchang. And it can be a little bit confusing because we throw around the word Pyeongchang. But Pyeongchang, it's actually a county. I was wondering that. It's not a city. It's... It's really confusing. This, this Korean Shigor countryside organization of cities and townships, right? So it's actually a large county. Okay. There's a small city. And then within, within the county, there's also seven townships, smaller townships. It's broken up into townships. So I think I put in a little map and you can see that there's the broken down townships. Mm-hmm. And so there is a little city in there called Pyeongchang, too, which is, is why that, I was confused. Yeah, if you look at the, the townships, look at the map that we have. Is that sort of uh, ground zero for everything Olympic? Or? No, that's not even true, though. So what's happening with the Olympics and all the different events, it's happening within the county. Got it. But one of the townships where it's happening is um, a lot of the activities are happening in t a e g u a l y o n g Got it. That's where the sheep farm is. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of famous. All right. Yeah. So just for the average person, I guess, just bear in mind, Pyeongchang is sort of the... The district or yes. yeah, that kind of thing. The general right. area. County. Mm, uh-huh. County. And so did you know that Pyeongchang actually means something? If you take the, the Chinese characters, what Ooh. would you guess that Pyeong and Chang would mean? This is real life Korean <laughs> appendix edition. With Jennifer I'd love Chang. to bring that in. Okay. Um, so we got two hanjas put together. Yeah. Pyeong. Pyeong. Pyeonghwa. Exactly. Okay. For peace. peace. You got that. What about Chang? Chang. Like, uh, this is a hard chang, not <laughs> so a jang. It doesn't mean window. Is it, is it the same chang <laughs> as Jennifer? No, no you're I'm chang with a yeah, J sound. Okay. Well, then I'm lost. So chang actually means prosperity. How Could you have a better place for Olympic Games? Right? Peace, so prosperity. peace and prosperity for everyone. Beautiful. Right? That's it. And so this Pyeongchang County is about 80 miles. There's different uh, numbers, but about 80 miles east of Seoul. Mm-hmm. And we love these, right? It's known as the Alps of Korea. So now we've got Alps. <laughs> the Alps of <laughs> we, Korea. We've got Hawaii. We've got, we've got the Hawaii um, of Korea. We've it? got the Napoli, Naples. Yeah. We've got Alps. Okay. There we go. <laughs> and it's located, of course, in the mountains with really fresh and clean air. And they like to emphasize this. Pyeongchang is 700, I believe it's meters above sea level. Okay. And apparently that is the ideal atmospheric pressure for the human body. And that's why they like to say, exactly, that it's a perfect place to live. 
Well, until I see somebody yodeling, it's not the Alps. <laughs> All right. So it's, it is an ideal place to be an Olympic host venue. Exactly. So, you know, the 2018 Olympic is the first of East Asia's, East Asia's first Winter Olympics to be held outside of Japan. Okay. And then with the conditions there, the temperature is below zero for about 110 days a year. which means it is a perfect winter destination. So you can ski or snowboard till late March. Mm. Yeah. And then that was the place where in 1974, the Korea's first skiing facility opened. Oh, really? Yeah. Some of the best skiing's out there. Some exactly. of the best resorts are yeah. out there. I'm hopping the train out there this weekend. I'm not going to go skiing, but I'm just going to go check out the general area. Me too. Maybe mm, I'll run into you. We should overlap. <laughs> we so, should talk about that after the program. We should. Okay. I want to include this funny story, story because I, I heard it somewhere and then I did a little bit more research. I don't know that it's verified and it's really true. I question this. But, you know, Pyeongchang, it's spelled P-Y-E-O-N-G-C-H-A-N-G, right? Mm. Apparently, there was a delegation for the, uh, of sponsors, corporate sponsors of the 2018 oh, Olympics. And yeah. did you hear about this? That they were going to go to Pyeongchang, but somehow they ended up going to Pyongyang, the capital of North Korea. I am 99% sure that's fake news. I really think so. I'm like, how could this yeah. happen? That was funny at the time. There was this story about, oh, gosh, golly, we landed in Pyongyang and not Pyeongchang. How can that happen? Yeah, yeah right? I, I don't think I'm it like, can. I don't, I don't think, think this is can. possible. I even looked home. up. There's not even an airport in Pyeongchang. <laughs> but what it does illustrate is that Pyeongchang and Pyongyang do sound similar. And That's I right. bet you verbally, a lot of people are going to make that mix up. Exactly. People still don't know a lot about Pyeongchang. Mm-hmm. Clearly, right? And so actually one thing that the government, local government did was to change the spelling so that they capitalized the C in Chang. Mm-hmm. So Pyeong, capital P, and then capital C in Chang to kind of try to differentiate that. Oh, is that why that? they're doing that? That makes That's sense. why they're doing this. Yeah, they're pushing that. And on the website, they changed everything. Very good. So, okay, all right, so do it. So when you come in, if, you're, if you want the most direct flight, where do you fly into? So Yangyang has an international, small international airport. So people are probably going to go off to there or... Probably Seoul plus KTX. Plus, yeah, exactly. If you come into Incheon, you can take a KTX and it's at something like... 90 minutes or something like that. It's not Super bad fast. at all. Yeah. Super fast. So that's probably the best. Okay. Yeah. So what interests you, Jennifer, about Pyeongchang? Well, there's a lot that interests me there. But, um, you know, there's this Korean saying, and we're bringing in real-life Korean again. I bet you you cover this. Kumgangsando shikkugyeong. Do you know what that means? Have you heard that before? Kumgangsando shikkugyeong? Yeah. So like you know, looking Gangsan. around at things to eat in Kumgangsan or something like that? No. No. So Kumgangsan, right? It's a mountain, right? I do. A very yeah, beautiful mountain. But it's saying how even when you have this beautiful, the most stunning you know, views in front of you, you don't care if your belly is not full. Ah. You're not going to be in the place to admire mm-hmm. and enjoy it unless your belly is full. That's mm. a very Long time ago we talked common about Korean saying. People That's say right. this all the time, right? People love to eat. Mm. And so, of course, when you go to Pyeongchang you know, and Gangwon, that regional area, of course, you're going to want to know what's out there, mm. right? And so it's really interesting. I was doing some research. I knew a few things that are popular in the area, the local um, dishes or uh, regional uh, ingredients, Like potato. Gangwon region is known for potato. Okay. Corn. Um, also buckwheat. It's pretty famous in sort that of the region. the great plains of, of Korea. Kind of. But then the Gangwon region is not only just plains, right? Because it's also the Tebek Mountains. Of course. So it's got the mountainous areas where you get, you know, herbs and different things come in. But 
What I thought was really funny <laughs> was this is a list of the top 10 dishes to represent Korea at the 2018 PyeongChang Winter Olympics. Hit me. Announced by the Korea, Korean Food Foundation. And uh, this is a list, right? Grilled dried pollock with rice. Potato bibimbap with buckwheat wrap. That sounds awesome. Mushroom and corn porridge. Simple glass noodles with sautéed vegetables. Otherwise known as chapche. Yeah. Modern bulgogi, beef garlic kimchi rolls, rolled chicken and soup, dokgalbi with soup, uh, three types of white kimchi, and marbled rice cakes. And I had to laugh. Marbled rice cakes? Yeah. Why are we saying marbled? I don't know. I think they're talking about like, I'm going to guess they're talking about like when you have a first birthday, you have that rainbow colored. I don't know if that what if that's Possibly. what they're going for or something what would different. You say, is there, do you, the Korean word for marbled rice cakes would be what? Do you know? I don't know. I mean, Maybe it might PD be something that. new that they are, you know, mm-hmm. coming up with. I'm not even sure how you would say marbled, period. In but Korean what got be- me, my point is that the list here is not representative of the regional cuisine of Gangwon. I thought they would do something more like... More broad. Um, Not even more broad, but they would use more of the ingredients of the Gangwon region, like the herbs and different things. And I thought they would feature some dishes based on that. Okay. But it was more of these kind of, I don't know, frou-frou. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this. But they want to present Korean food. we got Pyeongchang planners on the phone for Jennifer Chang. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to get in trouble for Dried this. Pollock, well, you would think with... um. With with Kangwon Province being right smack on the ocean, there'd be something a bit more seafoody than just dried pollock. And I don't rice. know. Yeah, so I just was interested that they decided to roll out these ten as the top representative dishes. Okay, but anyway, so that was kind of like a note that I found. And, um, yeah, I think it is an effort by the Korean government to revamp and try to mo- modernize Korean food, right? And make it more interesting with storytelling and whatever flavors and ingredients of the region. But, yeah, I just think they could do a little bit more. Um, more uh, And more, you're talking in a horizontal direction of including more foods. Yeah, because I think one of the reasons why they want to do this in Kangwon is also to improve tourism and, you know, kind of let people know that there is this whole region in Korea, the province of Kangwon, but then the foods that they're introducing are not necessarily native to that area. Korea Food Foundation. <laughs> Jennifer Chang is standing by for your call. She's ready to be. Uh, <laughs> but, however, as a okay. But there is a Olympic representative dish which is more native. It's Kangwon Namulbap. So Namul, right? I'm that's Korean. About namul. I love Namul. <laughs> exactly. So it's Korean um, herbs and roots. Weeds. Weeds. Yeah, includes Wonderful. those kinds of things, right? And so it's kind of like a bibimbap version the Kangwon version of this using the representative uh, namul. Gluten-free. Yeah, it can be gluten-free. And so the thing that they want to, there's a particular dish, right? And so the thing that they're uh, advertising is that it comes with four variety of four different sauces that you can mix it with. That's their thing. So there's olive oil and garlic. There's a soy sauce. There's red bean paste sauce, the typical bibimbap sauce. And then there's something called makjang which is kind of similar to tenjang. So you can makjang. choose which sauce you would like to mix your namul bibimbap with. What's makjang? So makjang, typically it used to be only eaten in Gangwon province. Like I said, it's similar to tenjang. And it's made out of, um, it's kind of like tenjang. So it's made out of fermented soybean blocks that are dried. And then you ferment it. And so um, you use malted uh, barley. And you use uh, barley rice. Um, cool stuff. Hey, yeah. I'm getting a, uh, a word in from the control room. Are you? Kusul <laughs> Marbled kusul. rice. Kusul. 
Am I saying that right? Gusul. Yeah, gusultok. Gusultok. That's apparently what uh, marbled rice cakes. And we've got a picture up on our. Uh, I've got a picture up on my screen. It looks as though maybe those are them. It looks very pretty. Different types of dok flour, sort of mushed together into one Franken dok. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it should. looks pretty. Uh, now, you mentioned some festivals. We've got very little time, but yeah. just to touch upon a I festival. I do want to touch upon some festivals. So there are a few winter festivals. So, of course, um, this is representative. It's getting big. The Pyeongchang Trout Festival mm. going on from December 22nd to February 25th. Awesome. Right? So you can do trout fishing, barehanded fishing, sledding, bob, sleigh riding, ice skating. Um, so basically, trout farming was attempted in Korea for the first time in 1965 with rainbow trout eggs from California, but it mm-hmm. failed. So uh, in 67, they tried it again. It actually did succeed, right? And so most of the trout farms in Korea are from this Bitan Myon township in Pyeongchang. So people so, who head out to Pyeongchang for yeah. the Olympics and stuff... Uh, this will be concurrent with the Olympics. You yes, can do some exactly. trout fishing. They are trying to do that, right? And there's also the Hwachon Sanchono Ice Festival. I think I went to this many years ago. Mm-hmm. So another ice fishing festival. And then I do want to mention the Naked Barefoot Marathon because I just think it's so funny. Naked Barefoot <laughs> Marathon. I yes. assume people aren't literally naked. But. Uh, they're half naked. I mean, they have you know some kind of bottoms <laughs> on. <laughs> right. We're going to leave that as a teaser. For a future edition of Out and About, Half Naked and Barefoot, <laughs> Jennifer, thank you for coming in. All right. Thanks. And we're back with more Koreascape right after this.